0: You know what time it is. It's time for Overlook Stocks. And man, are we gonna have some fun this afternoon. George Tillis is joining us with the movers that you missed in today's session. George, I don't know how I missed this company. Electra Mechanica. In all of our conversations about EV plays and the race to have electric domination, there is perhaps an underdog here. Can we bring the B-roll back up? Because this car is, is it a car, George?
1: That's what I actually, I was going to ask you, is it a car? Is it a motorcycle? They it looks call like it a an Easter wheel, egg. Uh, single or s- yeah, that's what it looks like. But they, they call it solo for a reason. It's basically a single person operated electric vehicle. It's designed really for urban driving uh, delivery, you know, shared, of course, mobility, I guess you have to share it with another driver. You can't have another passenger according to them being a single passenger vehicle. But basically it's for urbanites and uh, this is a company that's been around since about 2017 as a publicly traded company oj and uh it's been a long time coming but uh the first deliveries are are manifesting for the business and uh that was exciting news today but you got to keep in mind uh it's playing amongst some of the larger uh ev players in the space companies like tesla of course i make vehicles but uh interesting company in the sense that uh it's focused in the urban uh in in urban atmosphere overall it's really designed and marketed pretty interesting enough as a fun driving, affordable experience that's also environmentally friendly. So uh, it comes down to driving OJ. I like my car. I'm gonna be a single driver in my individual car. I'm not sure if I'm uh, I'm, I'm all cool and fit and fun for these kinds (laughs) of vehicles, but overall, concept-wise, it looks pretty uh, interesting. I I think from a marketing standpoint, the company is doing well. They are uh, effectively now up to speed when it comes down to producing about 75,000 uh units in China they're also up to producing about 20,000 additional units coming up at the end of 2022 mm. in a plant in Arizona so Correct. I will say this though uh the company itself if you look at it from a five year standpoint price wise it's been challenged because of the fact that it hasn't really delivered vehicles and now it's starting to do so but they only generated about 950,000 in revenue last year and its market cap around 366 million well financed and well capitalized today's news also came with about a 200 million dollar secondary offer uh, and that's why maybe there was a little pressure on the stock price after the announcement
0: okay uh so george i mean this is this is a wild wild chart um, but ultimately has followed the direction of yeah. many of the uh, ev disappointments in the stock market now they're making the deliveries so it's not a disappointment to those who ordered, uh, but separating out uh, the uh, you know the stock from the business here, what drives it at this point, right? What moves the stock, uh, the deliveries? This story seems like it'd be good, and it's only down the last five days.
1: Okay, yeah, so here's a little math for you. So I said about 950,000 in sales last year, for the whole year. is what they'll charge for one of these items. So basically, if they sell, uh, you know, effectively, uh, you know, 20 million units, then that that basically exceeds what they made all of last year. So can they do that? They have, again, like I said, production availability for about 75,000 units in China. So they've got partnerships. They have spent quite a bit of money. I will say this because, like I said, less than a million dollars in sales last year, but they burned through about 65 million. Uh, in cash, and that was really based on marketing, R&D expenses, setting up uh, collaborative partners for production, which they did in China, uh, and of course uh, putting capital uh, down for the production facility in Arizona, which again gives them additional 20,000 units uh, going forward. So, you know, looking at the math, 100,000 potential or close to that units availability in production, and 18 and units, that's a quite remarkable change in top line sales but mm. uh, overall we'll we'll see how the sales units uh go how they are, are 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 sort of uh attracted by those who aren't familiar with the vehicle but again once people see this vehicle which again I'm not really sure if it's a motorcycle or a car or myself uh people might uh, become attached and uh, and look at uh, look at purchasing one
0: okay hey you got to give it to them it is certainly uh, niche i mean you've got those little minis and uh, you know the tiny little coupes and stuff and you see those every now and then these kind of small uh, uh little nook and cranny uh, city dwelling cars but to have this particular market in sight and delivering you know at least they're not competing with uh, many of the other ev plays out there they're trying to find a specific uh, you know market here for this so I want to, talk to the, I want to talk to the team. I, I think it seems like a pretty cool company to learn more about. Even though it may not be one of our particular preferences, I want to know more about the cars, too. You know, do you drive them on the highway? Because they look pretty, pretty small. And uh, I guess they yeah. think there's demand and there's tens of thousands of deliveries happening. Then apparently look. people want them. So uh, you know, we won't project our own so, car uh, so preferences. This- Real quick, Georgia.
1: Yeah, I will say this. I may have misspoke, but basically, I, I think I said 20, but I meant 100 units, OJ. If they sell 100 units, they've doubled their revenue from last year. Right. right and that right. revenue, again, wow. came in from contract Low bar. And, of course, uh, exactly. That's a low bar. So just imagine if they start selling in the thousands of units, there's there's quite a bit of potential. $250 million in cash on the balance sheet with $200 million in the secondary that was also uh, announced today as well. So when it comes to capitalization, there's something here. But it really comes down to sales can they deliver on the sales and uh, are people going to be interested in, uh, in in acquiring and our, our companies like sketchers they are taking delivery from uh from a fleet standpoint that's another thing is uh will they t- will they catch on from a fleet standpoint that's another uh, another area of uh, interest and of course growth for the company
0: okay all right uh george all right let's keep it going here a few other movers on your list today uh ticker y-o-u you george which is partnered with six flags and this is a company that's making technology to uh, have a no-touch, like, identification system, uh, you know, vaccine card checks and stuff like that for events?
1: Yeah, so, uh, you know, you've seen their, their logo, Clear Secure. It's basically Clear in the airports, and it's basically a software application company. Uh, they have a security identity software uh, platform. It's all biometrics enabled. that automates identity verification process. Using airports, as I mentioned, they've got about 38 airports in which they have their uh, their little kiosks for, again, uh, quick identification using biometrics. Sports arenas, this is another area. If you've been to a sporting event, you have to go through, of course, a particular checkout line, empty your pockets, just like you did at the airports. And so this is another way folks can, uh, can pass through security quicker if they subscribe to the service, which is about $180 a year. Uh, but also, like you mentioned just a moment ago, health passes. I think this is another area that's going to be of interest uh, to uh, those who are looking to, of course, uh, subscribe to their service, which includes airports, sports arenas, and now a health uh, a health pass, which is basically proof of vaccination. Uh, this might be something that uh, is a requirement at some point in time from a private sector standpoint. Maybe individual companies required uh, or who knows? Maybe it becomes a, re- a requirement from a government mandate standpoint. Uh, but overall... The news today was very compelling. Six Flags uh, did, uh, did collaborate with uh, Clear. Uh, the next earnings for the company is uh, November 15th. It did IPO in July of 2021. So it's still a relatively new company. Hmm. Uh, and you know my thoughts on IPOs, OJ. I'd like to see at least a couple of quarters. and That's why I mentioned the November 15th uh, earnings uh, announcement to see how, uh, how it's progressing. But overall, uh, it's uh, its revenue declined about 17% last year. It's still growing uh on a on a year-over-year year basis it just happens to be relative to last quarter on the same for the same quarter last year it decline and i think it has to do with the fact that maybe there's still a little apprehension for folks to fully engage in traveling at the airports uh, maybe even going to sporting or or uh uh, uh you know a uh, concert venues uh but also i think there's a there's an interest in the health pass component of their business which seems to be right. more of a growth avenue for the business than, than the airports
0: Okay, Uh, so biometric alternative to traditional check-in process and identification, Uh, you know, sounds pretty interesting, Uh, and uh, obviously you have to get people comfortable with this tech. I mean, the the airline boarding process and check-in, I don't know, this isn't like 10, 20 years ago. This is uh, pretty streamlined for the most part. I mean, a lot of people have got the TSA pre-check, but even if you don't, I mean, the days have shown up two hours early. It doesn't work like that anymore. It's like 30 minutes before. So is this going to be like an absolute essential or is it like a luxury? Because it's per month billing.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you just kind of hit it on the head, OJ. I was just going to say it's more of a something that somebody has in terms of a luxury. In other words, it's basically consumer financed in terms of the sales. The consumers pay for it. And right now, based upon all their services, it's about $180 a year. So you have to ask yourself, is it worth it? Probably somebody who goes to a lot of public venues, airports, sporting events, it's worth it for them. And they may end up paying. But that's really, again, a choice that people make. And, again, do they want to pay for a premium per year just to save a little time and the inconvenience and the hassle? And I think that's what you have to think about with this company but overall, I think it's a, it's a, it's a novel company. Uh, it's got some growth avenues, especially when it comes down to concerts. Uh, maybe, for instance, at some point in time, casinos require some sort of secure check-in. That also could be an avenue of business for, uh, for uh, clear, Secure. But uh, like I said, give it a couple quarters, at least in my view, uh, when it comes down to reported earnings, because it has been drifting lower since the IPO, and that's probably from a dilutive effect.
0: Okay. All right, Uh, George, uh, I like it. Very interesting, GT. One definitely we want to keep an eye on. Real quick, George, give me the 40-second take on why Hovnanian dropped 14% today. Pretty big drop in this consumer discretionary business and home
1: builder. Yep. It's, a, it's basically a high beta, single-family uh, home builder. OJ, it's a small company. When it comes to sales, uh, it's about one-tenth the size of, let's say, a Lennar or D.I. Harden, which are both around $25 billion in sales. So, Hovenavian is about $2.5 billion. Uh, today, they actually guided lower, uh, at least for Q4, based upon some restrictions or constraints in the supply chain. Uh, it looks like they cut their guidance By uh, by about 50 million to 805 midpoint versus 855 uh, for the quarter, but also about 15 million off of their uh, gross operating earnings for uh, for Q4. Uh, It has been a runner uh, on a year-to-date basis. It's up over 100%, and it has to do with the fact that it's highly levered in terms of its balance sheet. So, like the commodities uh, OJ and the energy companies we talk about, lots of debt. When you get prices of homes or prices of commodities that run higher or energy, the stocks will run up higher first and faster than, let's say, uh, their larger and more, uh, let's say, uh, conservative uh, companies uh, or peers. But they also fall faster, and that's what we're seeing today with Hovnavia. And, in fact, the last six months, it's underperformed. Some of its higher margin peers like Lennar, DR Horton, and KBH.
0: All right. heck of a chart there compared to the other group, but if it has to catch down, that could get ugly. George, thank you. We gotta go. Appreciate it, Mr. Tillis. Okay.
1: All right, you got it OJ.
0: All right, thanks.